Hi, you're listening to a side quest, a video games podcast for people too busy to play video games. I'm Dave Rupert. And I'm Jan Hoy. And Jan, uh, we missed a week, but we have a lot of good excuses about where and it's not just a video games podcast for people too busy to play video games. It's a video games podcast for people too busy to podcast. So I think, <laughs> I think we're <laughs> living up to our, our name and our mission. Uh, but uh, you uh, kind of, my story is that I, I moved and then I had contractors. And then last week we actually tried to record, but I plugged in my microphone and my computer decided not to register a microphone. So whatever. But. But your excuse is way better. You were like in a foreign country. Yeah, I take, I take, I had a spring break. Um, it's, um, I had a spring break since I was like at kindergarten. So I'm just going to continue that tradition and taking one week off in March. So this year I went to, um, I went to Paris and, um, in Paris. Yes. And, and Paris, Texas. <laughs> no, Paris, <laughs> Paris, France. <laughs> and, ah. Yes. And, um, yeah, it, it was a good trip. Um, went over there, ate, um, ate my cheese weight or my weight in cheese and, um, drank a lot of wine and, um, and did some exploring. It was fun. Cool, cool. Well, uh, we're going to make it up to our listeners because it's not just us in the studio. We brought our uh, good friend, Zach Meyer, from Between Players Podcast. Zach, how are you? Uh, Doing great. Happy to be here in the virtual studio with you all. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little stuffy, a little warm. It's the humidity, you know, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. But Zach, for those who don't know you or know about your awesome podcast which i really like uh maybe give us a, a splainer a, the the elevator pitch for you oh sure um basically the concept between players is uh sort of taking uh, game mechanics concepts and uh, uh video game tropes so to speak and breaking them down into uh just like digestible chunks and exploring the facets of the things that make gaming interesting and uh definitely we've uh used the word pro casual to sort of uh uh define our our level of engagement so that i think that is probably why we all we all uh, sync up nicely. Yeah, well, in some ways, Zach, you're my video game sensei, you uh, or senpai, and <laughs> I just want you to notice me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, you, it's a good podcast. You, you just kind of like center on themes. It's kind of the opposite of this, where Jan and I just talk for twenty minutes. Yours is like very thought out <laughs> for twenty minutes, and uh, <laughs> I think that's what makes it good. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, it's, uh, it, they're definitely two sides of the same coin. Like it's, a, uh, I get, uh, this, even this format is really uh, kind of a challenge sometimes because I feel like spontaneity eludes me. And so I like, I mean, you, you've experienced it and soon Jan will experience the, uh, the, st- the stop and restart of, uh, conversations just to get things, uh, centered and whatnot. But yeah, no, totally, yeah. totally, uh, uh, a treat to be here. Well, awesome. Well, uh, Jan, should we get our stand up going? What do you think? Yeah, let's dive right into do it. Do you have do you have you don't have any questions for Zach? Because we see him every week. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so let's go jump into our stand up because I think it's going to take a while with three of us. So we got to budget our time accordingly. But um, so uh, let's start. Uh, let's start with who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh, I'll go ahead. Go Zach you, or oh, Jan. Yeah. Jan, you go first. OK. What games have you played? What games are you going to play? And what do you have any blockers? Well, 
Okay, so during uh, my vacation, I decided not to take my Switch with me because I wanted to travel light. So I took with me my Nintendo 3DS, which I still love, and uh, I played some Bravely Default, a game that came out a long time ago, and I'm just now getting my hands on it. Um, I have no idea what this is. Can you explain this? Bravely Default is a JRPG uh, turn-based game. Um, it's very uh, reminiscent to Final Fantasy. It's, um, uh, it's, it's actually kind of like... It was developed as a sequel to like Final Fantasy um, The Four Heroes of Light uh, that came out for Nintendo 3DS, or actually Nintendo DS at the time. Um, but, um, but it's a, it's a traditional J, um, JRPG, um, you know, like it has all the tropes. It has, um, a, a hero with, for, that doesn't, that has forgotten their memory. Um, a hero that's holding this power within herself that needs to be unlocked later, all that stuff. But, um, what I enjoy about, um, these, um, get, this, these turn-based games is just, it's, it's it's a, it's a type of game that I played growing up. Uh, whether it was like you know Final Fantasy VII or even um, uh, I don't know, just like Secret of Mana. Just I just love those type of games, and I the reason why I brought it with me is just because I'm gonna be sitting on this plane for eight hours, and uh, I just decided like I'm just gonna grind my way through this, and I actually made some headways and and got. Uh, um, I got pretty far in it, so it's it's a fun game. Um, and then also, um, and then once I started like traveling around Paris, I stopped playing my 3DS because I was too busy getting lost in the mean streets of Paris. Hmm. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, um, also uh, when I came back to the states, I had a uh, my I had a friend and came by and we played um, Octodad. Um, and Octodad is a fun game. Uh, it's a uh, it's a, like a it's I don't know. It's, I, I don't know how they really explain. It. I, I think some people are aware of know what this game's about. You're you're a, you're an octopus. You know, you're, you're you're running around with all these legs, and it's it's, it's actually really difficult to control. It, I call it like um, uh, what is that? Quap with a with a storyline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but I played co op with my friend, and uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it, I loved that the game was short. That uh, all the puzzles weren't too um too uh, frustrating um but there were times where there were certain puzzles where um like there was this thing where you had like whack-a-mole or whack-a you're inside like an aquarium and you like whack all these fishes at like a -a whack-a-mole and and i think i spent like 25 minutes trying to complete this mission and there was a moment in my during you know while we're playing co-op i'm like i feel like throwing my joy con and I was, <laughs> I was so frustrated with this game, uh, but uh, but but it, I um, we didn't finish it. Um, it was I was actually playing it on his Switch, uh, but I think it might be might be a pass for me moving forward. I just don't see myself having um, any patience with that. Um, otherwise, those are the only two games I've been playing. Um, I'm still trying to get to. Um, uh, Let's say um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I, I, that's still something that's queued up. It's a JRPG game as well. So maybe that's why I'm playing Brave Default, so I can get warmed up for it. And um, and that's about it. Um, I have no other blockers. But uh, I do want to talk about uh, this um, about 
this Breath of, uh, this Breath of the Wild book I recently got. Um, it's an import from Japan. It's called um, you know Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, Masterworks, and it's an amazing book. Uh, it has um, it has all the concept arts of all the characters and all the villages throughout the game, and and it's just. It's just I, I love the game so much that uh, I just wanted this book just to see all the uh, explore exploration of all these characters that they designed and they just put a lot of thought into it and um, but unfortunately it's in Japanese and um, I might have to use, utilize you guys one of these days just to read it for me like a bedtime story. Like <laughs> bedtime with Jan. That's great. Yeah. I'll tuck in and read you some uh, some some japanese well that's cool i've never heard of bravely default um is it good it's good yeah it's good it's good it had really good reviews um when it came out metacritic pretty high score probably in the um, mid 80s um i think the knock on it is it's like it's just like like i mentioned before it's like really campy it's just um really um, you know straight out rpg um corniness like the dialogue is pretty forgettable, uh, but but the game mechanics is fun. What makes it fun is that uh, unlike any other like you know, like when you grind in any game, whether it's Final Fantasy or The Witcher or any game where you have to level up to progress, this game has a feature where you can like fast forward your gameplay. Um, it sounds pretty ridiculous, but it actually works and. Um, and um, if if someone if if somebody owns a Nintendo 3DS, it's it's definitely one of the titles I would recommend them play. What's the sorry? What's the 3DSness of it? You know, like they always have like the gimmick, like you got like whatever. <laughs> Actually, it's tap like, the thing to do the thing. And I think there really isn't much um, 3D. Um, like I play my 3DS with no 3D on, and I think that's the only thing that that this game has going on is like, if you turn the slider up to see this game in quote 3d, um, that's about it. And it does it, it does a pretty good job, but, um, there is no 3d mechanics in it whatsoever. It's just real straight up turn-based game. You don't have to like tap a map or whatever, like on the second screen or whatever to drive around or is it no, kind of, no. Okay. The, okay. You're right. The, on the second screen, there's like this weird meta part where you're like, like, okay. So the story is, is that, um, this, this, this village has been taken out or has been destroyed and it's in the process of rebuilding. And so I'm over here finding myself playing like Sim City or something it, it, on the bottom screen uh, where I'm like, uh, where I have a cooldown of like trying to build um, a house or a church or um, some place to like barracks. I'm like, I'm like, this is an interesting, like, the more you build this village, the better your future weapons become. Um, so it, it's a game within the game where um, I, I keep forgetting about this cooldown. But um, but that's the only thing that, that stands out to me right now about that game. Mm, neat. Mm. Cool. Um, well, Zach, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Uh, what games have you been playing? What games are you going to play? And do you have any blockers? Uh, okay, yeah. i uh, got a kind of a handful right now. I'm uh, currently playing uh, World of Warcraft in Legion, which is the current expansion. There's another one coming this summer. Uh, playing cool. with a guild in town. Well, I'm playing with a guild made comprised of people that I know. And um, 
let's see. I'm curious. I'm curious about. Can I ask? Can I interrupt? Sure, sure. Your stand up. Okay. You're like one of the, I don't know, like four people I know who have gone back to playing WoW since mm-hmm. it kind of, it like re, it like buffed or whatever recently, yeah. right? Like in 2016 or something. Yeah, it had kind of like a resurgence. Uh, yeah. What, how has it been? I actually never played WoW. I just knew teenagers that were addicted to it. So, <laughs> what is, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, I guess, why would I play it or start as like, on like like now because it seems like it's it's past its prime but it's also kind of resurging yeah i uh, at least for me so far and um this will this will play into a a uh, a future story but basically i think if you're looking for something that has a higher threshold social element um and you're like if you wanted to basically play a very visual version of D uh, fourth edition so you're just like fighting endlessly in dungeons with uh, people and chatting the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. It's, there's a lot of appeal to that. Um, mechanically, the, all the, a lot of the classes play in a unique way. So there's some interest in like kind of um, learning the finer points of each of those. And there's a lot of documentation out there to like help you do that. Um I would say that there, as somebody who played it a little bit and then went back, I still feel like there's this just huge learning curve. So if you get an opportunity to play again, you'll want to play with people um, who are uh, more se- well-seasoned because there's so many uh, mechanics in WoW that it's, it is often very overwhelming. It's like literally like learning an instrument or something like that. It's just very, um, very terse as a game by itself. Mm-hmm. Whereas like more modern MMORPGs have, uh, really well developed tutorials and kind of like player hinting and things like that. Wow. Is much more, uh, dry. So I don't know. It's it. I'm not, I'm not sure if I, if <laughs> I'm not sure how, it's weird to say, but I'm not sure I, how I feel about it. Like, I don't know if I could recommend it to somebody as their first MMO at this point. Really? Yeah. Because it's just so mechanical. It, yeah. There's just a, like a lot of depth. Like WoW makes you, uh, if you don't like use your level coin that like, so every time you buy a, a uh, expansion in WoW, they essentially give you one free level up to put your whatever character, one character up to the current level cap that would allow you to start the current set of content. But if you play and start a, a character with none of that, then you are forced to start at the bottom of the original content and work your way up. And that stuff is all very terse. And you can see with each expansion, they made information gathering easier and wayfinding easier and quests more uh, interesting. So like getting Mm -hmm. past that first, like, I don't know, three or four zones can feel very tedious. Because, okay, I thought, okay. That's interesting because I thought they got rid of like kind of some of the grinding you had to do, like like oh yeah, like farming and the, all that, right? Yeah, the, like the overall investment is much less than it used to be. That there's no question. But even with that, like it, uh, the earlier content feels very bare. Like it, there's not right. a lot there. But uh, there's plugins that help. Um, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting. Like if you're into modding. Uh, WoW is still very modded. Like people use custom UIs, they use custom uh, uh, 
uh, elements that and add-ons that help them like navigate the game quicker, do things like automate their auctioning and all sorts of other stuff. It's just very, it's very interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say the mechanics because, you know, I was shopping for like whatever gamer keyboards, you know, a while back. And I saw the ones for like MMOs and like Dota and things like that. And I yeah. just was like, I don't want to play those games because <laughs> like all the keys, you know, all the key commands and all that. It's like it's like a 100 keys, you know, like you got to know like like the whole keyboard worth and yeah. like, or like they have the Q keys, not the FN keys, but like the Q keys mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just like, dude, what is going on in the mouse? Mice have like, like, like a keypad on the side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, or it, like it's intense work. So. Yeah. And there's even parts of that that I haven't even cracked. Like people write macros to like automate certain tasks for themselves. Cause wow is, has like a small scripting language inside of it. And that's something I can't even like, I'm like, I don't have enough. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm old fellow kids. I can't, I don't have enough brain space to do it right now. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I'm going to spend the rest of the night, uh, programming my wizard, uh, to like cast 10 spells in order or something. Yeah. Oh, well, um, okay. So, wow. Um, pray from 2017 and a little bit of Fortnite on PS4. And I just started playing around with the necromancer in Diablo three after not playing him for forever. Um, and I gotta say, it's super interesting if you love the, uh, carrot loop of, uh, gold and experience, um, Blizzard has tuned that to a fine science. And I think, uh, uh, you know, you can see a lot of Overwatch's, uh, DNA, I think in wow or not in wow, but in, uh, uh, Diablo. Hmm. Interesting. So prey is, is that's like a, I don't know. You, you were kind of talking before the show. It's like, uh, arcane. Is that who makes it? Yeah. Or? Arcane studios. The, um, for people who are not familiar with their name, they might be familiar with, um, uh, system shock, uh, but most famously the dishonored series where you, uh, play Corvo, the, um, teleporting, uh, netherworld sort of HP Lovecraftian, uh, I don't know, French Renaissance assassin. And, um, yes. Yes, I don't know all words. I, don't, yeah, I just <laughs> strung together a bunch of uh, nouns, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like a, it's there. It's definitely like a progression RPG. If you've ever played Bioshock, you've got this like sort of contained area. It's a space mm-hmm. station, and um, as you're playing the game, um, you you're investigating you're investigating the space and also like getting new abilities and weapons and things like that. So, uh, the game opens up as you would sort of, it's, I mean, like, I feel like it's definitely a a natural progression from the Metroidvania type games where your abilities will allow you to traverse further into the world or unlock things that are otherwise obfuscated. Oh, interesting. So it's sort of first person based though, but it's like kind of like, metroid in that you walk through get this power now you can go somewhere else sort of thing yeah exactly so uh, there's things like um like uh uh there's a gun you get early on it's like a a, sort of like a glue gun but when you shoot walls it'll these like um sort of like uh like these like bubbles will appear and you can actually like traverse the walls by shooting bubbles in a pattern 
and you can like make steps for yourself and climb onto things. So the game has a lot of little systems like that that allow you to, once you have one tool, you get to explore more of the, of the space station. Hmm. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, so that's what I'm playing. Uh, what I want to be playing is actually Breath of the <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I started playing it and I got stopped at that first Lionel battle. And uh, recently, my brother started. He got a Switch also, and he started playing. And he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, did you not run into this thing on your way to that area?" And I was like, "No, because apparently I play every adventure game wrong. I like look for shortcuts and don't follow the natural paths first. And <laughs> I missed all these like NPCs that apparently help you out in your in the early stages of the game. So, and they explain how to beat the Lionel. Uh, not beat the Lionel, no. but like uh, the dude that like gives you the uh, you trade the seeds in for. Um, oh yeah, what's his name? More Man, weapon slots guy. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, so I've been, that's a thing. I've been playing this game and not knowing I could get more weapon slots. Yeah, the giant Karok guy. Yeah, oh. he's outside of Kakariko Village. If you go to that, after you leave the horse place, you know you cross the bridge. If you follow the path to the right instead of the left, he's on the road. I mean, I feel like I'm never like literally finish. on the road. Apparently, there's so much. Hetsu, way, that's his name. way too much of this game. It's Hetsu, you gotta find Hetsu. He'll gotta give find you more Hetsu. Weapon slots. All right, making notes right now. Shaka laka la la. That's what he does. So yeah, I'd yeah. like to be playing more of that, and uh, I'm genuinely looking forward to playing uh, uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two and mm. Nino Kuni. Oh. Oh, nice. Two. Both good choices. What? What's a uh, Dragon Quest Builders two on Switch? Uh, it's a, it'll be on Switch and probably yeah, it'll be Switch and PS4. The first one just came out on Switch uh, earlier this year. Dragon Quest Builders is basically like adventure or it's Zelda Minecraft, and so you've got the building mechanics of Minecraft, like collecting resources and you know crafting all the things you need, um, but it has a plot. And so the adventure qualities of it are excellent. And if you're a fan of uh, the Dragon Quest series, like that character design aesthetic just matches so well with the with the mechanics. It really is like it. I think it's much better, actually, than Minecraft could ever hope to be. Hmm. Just for the like fun part. And then what uh, Nino Kuni, what, like, I don't know anything about this. Oh. I'm Googling it, but it sounds like a Japanese game. It is. Uh, Nino Kuni 2 is, come, is, I think it's just out just now. Um, but the first For one. What platform? Uh, I'm what, sorry, it's a PS4 and PC, I think. Okay, okay. So you can get it on Steam. Um, and it's not Nino Kuni 1, it's Nino Kuni 2. 2, yeah. The first so one. So Nino Kuni Ni. Yeah, Nino Kuni Ni. Nino Kuni Ni. And apparently it's not a direct sequel, so it's just another game in the world. So if you oh, didn't wow. play the first game, you probably won't miss anything. Um, but yeah, the first game is an adventure uh, Japanese role-playing game. Had a active battle system. The Famously, the artwork was all done by Studio Ghibli, so it has that very whimsical... Um, I was going to say, it's beautiful. Hand-drawn. Like, yeah, it's, it's a totally gorgeous game. Um... And, uh, yeah, the first game's a lot of fun, um, and I, I hope they get to release the license so that everybody can play it on all platforms. It was originally a, a 
DS game in Japan, and then it was ported to PS4 for the or PS3 for the Americas. So, oh wow, you can drudge up a PS3 and play it, or uh, f- uh, import the uh, DS cartridge. I think there was a European uh, version, but it never hit the states. Interesting. I'm interested in this game. Well, I want to hear how that goes. So, yeah, it should be cool. Well, I can go. It's getting very late. I only oh, yeah. have one game. Uh, I, 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 this, <laughs> I played Fortnite for iOS, y'all. <laughs> what on earth did I get myself into? Uh, but I log on to this game and I fight teenagers um, <laughs> to the blood in a blood sport uh, battle royale. So that is uh, what I've been doing, and it's. It's interesting. I mean, here's my general take. Uh, (laughs) Shooter games on iOS are awful, and they always Mm -hmm. will be until it gets a joystick of some kind. Would I love this game on the Switch? Heck yes. Um, Mm. I think the reason I downloaded it, because I was like, I've I've heard of Fortnite. Obviously, I've watched Fortnite streams and stuff like that. Um, But I just, you know, I, I was like, wow, if they're putting it into mobile like they've got a plan or they're or they're just kind of going for a market share but that's a really huge huge like move for a game company like that you know like epic games i mean that's they're just like we want all teenagers everywhere playing this game therefore we'll put it on the phones and i think that's kind of incredible it's not great but it's you know i think it's playable incredible yeah it's playable i mean you die like you die just shooting at somebody with a shotgun from point blank because for some reason you can't aim but they somehow can you know (laughs) so i don't know i'm sure that's maybe finesse and sweaty fingers or something but that was the best you placed you know, I got third, but I don't even know how, what? you know, I think I, I just, I think I walked the <laughs> most, amazing. you know, like, well, but it was like a team thing. So I think my team got third or something, you know, oh, so, I see. but I, but you know, it's, it's interesting. And, you know, I think it's, uh, it's fun. It's about, you know, 10 minutes a session or so, or, you know, five to 10 with all the loading and pre-gaming and, and squad matching and stuff. So, you know, if you, you're, you know, it's, it's decent for pooping. It's a little long, um, for, for decent for pooping. That should you know be the I new mean? scale. How many, That's the, where is it on yeah. the poop scale? Yeah. I think it's just decent. It's not great for it. You know, it's okay. not, no, it's no threes, you know, but it's, it's good. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's designed for kids who only have a phone or, or that's like their primary, you know, their device. Their device. And so like it gives, you know, a lot of kids access to this game. So it's fun. It, it's, but it's, you know, it's, uh, I, I I will say this too. I I can't think of a third person shooter that I've like ever enjoyed. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like I'm trying to think and it's really hard for me to come up like uh what was the Gears of War was third person? And yeah. That just made that was a vomit comment for me. Um What about a Res four? Resident Evil four? That would be my Resident Evil would be the only one, but you know, that's kinda on rails, you know, a little bit, right? Okay. Like not so open world. I guess GTA is third person, right? Um, right. Yeah. So what about like I Mass Effect? Kind of oh. Did you ever play Mass Effect? Never played that. Oh, oh man, that. we we could spend ages talking yes. waxing. I could spend ages waxing uh, 
waxing Max, melodic Max. over it. Um, hmm. Yeah, no, I just I have a th- tough time with third person. I guess it just the the I don't feel like I'm controlling the character very well. That's mm-hmm. the that's the that's the thing. Is like uh, like the game feel. I guess is what we call it. Um, I, it's not there for me when in third person uh, shooters, like in, in specifically so. shooter genre though. Specifically, shoot 'em ups. Yeah, yeah. Like, like where you go from in between a scope to out of a scope, but you're in third person, and so it's just weird. Yeah. You know, like that's just so weird. So, because it looks like it should be like Counter Strike, like first person the whole time. But yeah, when you're when you're in your when you're not scoped, it is all. That's right. It is third person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, hmm. it's a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I could. I could maybe. Uh, I, it'll probably be like on my phone for a while in in the idle time game that I play for a while, just because I don't know. It's been a while since I've had like a uh, a kind of uh, sticky, I guess, iOS game. So I, we played Florence a while ago. That was really great. There's been a few games like that, or just kind of story driven games, or or just you know, kind of downtime games, but like you kind of want one that you keep coming back to and, and kind of has like a, an adrenaline rush And this, I think has it, but, mm. but, but you know, the, it's like that penalty. It's like the better you do the, the more time it takes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's really hard as a parent when you have like kids asking you for stuff like the, I just like, <laughs> I had to like change a diaper. So I was like parachuting in, and then it was like I had to like put a diaper on my daughter, and so I'm just like, oh, I guess I'll just let my character fall to the ground, and it worked out. <laughs> like I didn't die immediately, <laughs> but then I died really quick when I picked up the controls. But like, because I didn't have a gun, and everyone else had a gun at that point. So uh, anyway, it's I don't know. It's interesting. I think uh, you know, it's it's hard. Those games are hard for parents because it's also a shooter. And so I'm playing a little game and then my, my four-year-old son comes over there and you know, it's like, what you doing, dad? And it's like, uh, nothing. And I'm trying to like, you know, like sledgehammer somebody in the face. And so it's <laughs> like a little, little, you gotta, you know, uh, there's, I'm, it's maybe not the most kosher of, uh, of situations. So anyway, well, I'll figure it out. It's a, the trials and tribulations of parenting in video games. So, it, but it all disappears in like three or four years when Otis is really good at video games and can beat me at them. So oh yeah, then, when when he dunks on you, that's going to be the moment. Yeah, so I got to keep up my skills Do until it. then. So yeah, so. Well, cool. I think, uh, Zach, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, uh, for those who aren't following you and downloading your podcast, how can they do that? Uh, they can go to SoundCloud uh, slash Between Players. They can also check out BetweenPlayers.com and, and or follow me on Twitter at uh, awesome. Between Players. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, Jan, you got anything else you'd like to say? No, I'm good. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, Same bad time, same bad channel. So hopefully, uh, barring any kind of contractor issues on my end. So (laughs) thank you, dear listener, for downloading this. Oh, brother. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) we'll get through it. Life is good. All right. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for downloading this. Uh, Be sure to start heart favorite up. That's how people find out. Share it. Uh, Thank you very much. And have a good week. Bye.